Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind. Today we're talking about... Craig, what's the name of the game? Ninja... You can do it! Ninja Spirit. Yes! <laughs> Alright, not Ninja Gaiden, not Ninja Scroll, not Ninja Blade. We're talking Ninja Spirit. Took me a second. <laughs> Okay, so Ninja Spirit, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going to screw it up at some point, was developed by Irem in 1988 and released on TurboGrafx-16 at home and then pretty much everywhere else, computers, arcade cabinets, it was just kind of everywhere. And in this game, you play a man named Tsukikage, and he is off on a quest for revenge. This is kind of a classic 2D side-scroller kind of in the vein of Ninja Gaiden, but a lot less platforming. Craig would say a lot heavier emphasis on H hitting. Yeah, hitting, combat. hitting things. Mashing, button mashing, slashing. Oh, that rhymed. I like that. Yes. It, it, it was beautiful. Your regular Dr. <laughs> Seuss. Let's quickly talk history. Craig, do you have any history with this? Oh, none. None whatsoever. I have history with other ninja-related games, but not this one. I, uh, personally, I only saw this because a friend had it and it took me years to figure out what it was because we didn't really have Google and if even if you type in ninja game you're gonna get hundreds of results but finally I found it and I played this game to completion a couple times now and I absolutely love it it's probably one of the top games on the turbo graphics for me uh, what makes this special is that while this is your regular old 2d like I said uh, you can switch weapons and Craig, what was your main? Uh, I was a sword for the most part, actually. Um, you were bombs. A sword. Yeah, bombs played quite an important role later on in the game when you're getting kind of swarmed a wee bit. But for the most part, sword, sword, just if you mash it and you do it right, nothing's hitting you at all. No projectiles, no people, nothing. Honestly, I'm a Kusuragami man, that, that sickle on a chain. Did you just sneeze? I did. I did actually. I did know the <laughs> name of it. I, but I can't say it. Kunjungami. Kusurigami. Kusurigami. There's you like go. two, two sickly axe things on a chain. But yeah, I, I like I like the long range. Uh, another interesting thing about this game is that you can upgrade your weapons pretty much, and then you'll get little shadow spirits that follow behind you. And it mm -hmm. kind of works the same way as the shadows do in Ninja Gaiden. They move on the same path as you, just like a second behind. And if you stop moving, they will stop as well, even if it's in midair. Yeah, it makes for a fantastic mechanic. If you jump, double jump through the air, land, and you've got two guys floating above you at different heights, ready to attack everything. Oh yeah, everything. it's like a vertical pillar of death. It's, it's exactly. great. So how far did you get in this? Um, I got, let me just t check my notes to make sure I count the levels right. I beat the fifth boss and then had to put it down rather than um, got stuck, unfortunately, with time and stuff. I played all the way up. I, I See, I didn't pay attention to the, the stages. The zombie samurai was the last the boss that I killed before I put it down. Oh, The, the zombie samurai is the third boss. Third I boss, okay. Ninja zombie. Yeah, it's definitely that guy. Um, What did you think of the bosses? Because like, the first one is this huge, giant... Um, what is it? Is it Kali? Is, is the god with all the arms? Uh, it, it, it's one of those guys. It's one of them. 
I don't know which one, yeah. but it's one of them. Um, I find the bosses really, really interesting. They've got really in- interesting, unique designs and move sets that I just thought, oh, that's that's a bit different. I didn't expect it after having played the first level, just slashing my way through everything. Mm-hmm. I totally didn't expect anything other than um, maybe something like Ninja Zombie that was just kind of a bigger ninja guy to kill. Some really cool bosses. I've got a favourite boss. I've got a very, Ooh, very favourite well, well, boss. Do enlighten us, sir. Because I tend to like, like the uh, the Wolverine ninja. The one that's on the trees and then he just comes down at you at like 45 degree angles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wrote for that guy, flying duck man thing. So I retract oh. the word duck and um, maybe put in wolf. So <laughs> flying thing? wolf man thing. Uh, why why did you say duck, Craig? Uh, I thought it might be a duck, to be honest. I thought it might oh. be a duck. Um, no, it it's just, not, it's not a, a duck. It's not a duck at all. Uh, my favourite was the fourth one, which is those the two squares. You're in, inside a, um, a rectangle, uh, walled off rectangle, walls right the way around, and the two squares kind of move left and right and up and down trying to crush you. And oh, you've, yeah. got to, you've got to jump in between them and try and second guess which way they're going to go because they, they try and trick you and lull you into false sense of security where you're standing on one, and all of a sudden it's going up and another one's coming sideways. Brilliant. It's just so different. I loved it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a boss that was in um, uh, Batman, Sunsoft Batman game. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, did you did you like the kites? Because when I was a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. People riding on kites. Were they not? Those were kites. Yeah. Is that what a kite is? Um, I put yeah, flying yeah, carpets. I, 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 have you never seen a ninja movie from like the 70s, Craig? No, probably never. I don't think I've ever seen a oh ninja movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, they hold on to the kites and they fly down because, you know, kites are quiet and very inconspicuous on a clear blue day. Is that Nobody real? Nobody ever sees wow. it coming. No. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, no, it's, it's a movie. Th- I, you know what? I don't know. Ninjas may have used kites sometime in the past as makeshift parachute. I don't know, mm-hmm. but the way it's depicted in movies and games, no, nobody's, especially when you have a giant kanji character on a giant white car- kite, I don't think that's going to be very inconspicuous. It's not at all, it's not inconspicuous at all, nor do I think kites would, you know, like, do that. I think it's more likely that they just crash to the ground. Well, I mean, we all jumped off the stairway with umbrellas trying to be Mary Poppins. I wonder if, if that's a thing where kids jump off roofs with kites. I hope you were dressed as Mary Poppins at the time as well. I was not dressed as Mary Poppins. Uh, you never did that? I never dressed as Mary Poppins, no. <laughs> not, not that well, I jumped really off stairs. With an umbrella. I didn't I didn't do that at all. I, I maybe have missed out. I might encourage the kids to do this tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Make sure it's a very high staircase. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can actually feel some drag on the umbrella. I always thought that was, you know, fun and cool. And then you accidentally break your friend's leg and oh. your mom yells at you to stop. Yeah, that's... I'll maybe not encourage them to... Or I'll get them to do it on a trampoline. Oh. Bounce up on a trampoline and glide You down. know, I never incorporated a trampoline. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Either that or the wind will take them and they will do a Mary Poppins and wind up two towns <laughs> over or something. Well, then they'll land in some broken family's house and just fix everything. Yeah. With a few songs... And a crazy spoon, friends. A spoonful of sugar and uh, what's his face? Him that should be dead but seems to still be alive. <laughs> wow, that, that sounds very magical and archaic. <laughs> Him who should be dead. Um, Dick Van Dyke? Dick Van Dyke, yes. Because he, I, I now, think now, he's, he's old. He's, he's very oh, old. He's very old. He's still pretty spry too, surprisingly. So you're a man who is 
I'm sure, heard British accents his entire life. Did that accent sound weird to you, or was it just, well, there's an American trying to be British again? I didn't. I didn't pay much attention to it because it did. It wasn't a. It wasn't a British person, was it? No, no, no. He's very American. So yes, Mary Poppins talk is is good and all, but we should probably talk about Ninja Spirit. I think. I think that would be wise because you know. I mean, Mary Poppins is good and Dick Van Dyke is okay and his accent is passable. But Phenomenal. We were playing um, Ninja Gaiden. Unless you wanted to start, you know, Ninja this could be a backdoor pilot for the Poppins cast. Ninja Spirit. Ninja Spirit we were playing. Jeez. <laughs> Us. Okay, so one of the things that turned my friend off when he was playing it was how hard this game was. Does this strike you as a, a very hard difficulty, or is this something you're comfortable with? Um, I was vaguely comfortable with it, just because of the... It's really accessible. You've only got two buttons, apart from if you're swapping weapons. You only really need to worry about hitting and which direction you're looking in while you're hitting. The rest of it just becomes quite twitchy. Rather than... I find the ones that trouble me are the ones where... Do you remember we played that one on the broomstick? And there's lots... Cotton cotton and you're flying about yeah. and there's lots going on and and things are trying to hit you as well as things trying to physically drive into you and all that that's what i find tricky this i actually found quite accessible because it was just hitting making sure that if one of those wee you know ninja daggers is flying towards you you just get you just got to hit mm-hmm. it and it makes a wee satisfying ting or ping or whatever ching pong pong well i'm curious right because I wonder if it also comes down to genre, because you're a man who does not like to buck his head up against a wall in terms of difficulty. No, no. So I wonder, uh, does it make a difference that this is kind of a run-and-gun platformer rather than an actual shmup? No, I don't I don't think so, because the platforming is so minimal. There's one of the levels where you lit- you have to go vertically up some sort of... I want to say tree, but I can't quite tell from the background art. It could be quite many things it's, it's a tree yeah. it's a tree yeah because it just goes you go up and up and up and then there's just a platform at the top of it and you're like oh all right then this must be the top of a really big tree with no branches and no foliage well, that, that's the how they made ninja trees oh it's a ninja top. tree okay yeah well yeah it didn't, didn't bother me that, that much it wasn't it wasn't particularly difficult for me whereas a proper shmup i do find a wee bit more i just i don't i never get into it or mostly should say mostly there are exceptions such as uh, what did we play <laughs> what was we one played of the, cotton what was one of the first retro rewinds mercs yeah no, that's, that's a running gun is that running gun well, oh god oh, I yeah yeah because i mean you're on the ground it's, it's vertically oriented but you're it's running still uh run around and shoot stuff and gunning but you're also shooting m up you are well see that's different see a shmup is is planes or spacecraft or ah, anything that's see, a kind of bullet helly do you know what i thought i was more in i was more inclined to think anything like that in that orientation with that i'm walking about the place shooting was all bundled into the same thing so in mercs if you were a tank instead of a guy that would be a shmup Depend. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is tricky because depending on bullet patterns, I think if it's bullets that are just you know the enemy will shoot bullets at you. Uh huh. I don't really count it as a shmup. If it's one of those things where here's a wall of bullets, find the way through it. That's a shmup. Got you. Okay. So like um, 
Iron tank, I don't consider a shoot 'em up because it's on the ground and they're shooting right at you. Or commando, you've played, have mm-hmm. you played commando? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I wouldn't call that a shoot 'em up. That would just be maybe a running gun, kind of like a vertical contra. Yeah, I wouldn't have put that. And it was there's just something different. Anyway, are we are we we're way off topic here. <laughs> well, you know what we say: <laughs> the time it takes for us to go off topic. Um, the, the, well. Again, like a lot of the retro games that we've talked about, the problem here is the mechanics, while incredibly sound and precise, they're not very complicated at all. So you can really say, okay, Ninja Spirit, you walk to the right, sometimes vertically you go up, but it's basically Kung Fu. There are people coming at you. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to come at you, and you get a variety of power-ups to stop them. Now, I would like to talk about, you went with a sword, and there are three stages to each weapon. Yeah. I was vaguely unclear about what was happening with leveling up various things at various points to the point where I was wondering why I've got a shadow guy behind me and then why have I got two shadow guys behind me and how come all of a sudden uh, my sword has circles coming off it and things like this um but i wasn't paying attention to what i was picking up essentially so things were happening (laughs) and i just thought oh this is great something else has changed we'll just we'll just go with it at one point what's the thing you've got where it looks like an on fire skipping rope is that your yeah that's kusuragami yeah Yeah. okay right yeah i had an on fire skipping rope at one point as well um again just like i've got absolutely no idea what's going on here well um so you also have along with the sword and the kusuragami you have the shurikens mm-hmm. which i didn't use them i think that's pronounced incorrectly but i that's just how i know say it and it goes from like a simple one to two shurikens and then three shurikens so it's kind of your spread shot and then you have the bombs which the blast radius increases right i don't really use the bombs all that much yeah the, the blast radius increases and the bombs you're just chucking because you've got shadow guys you can get that same effect of throwing three rows of bombs which is it's good it feels a bit yeah, overpowered yeah it pretty much clears yeah so like i was saying you're kind of stuck on what to talk about i mean we could talk about you know oh how do we feel about these kind of games and the difficulty like we did but for the most part we're kind of stuck. It's a simple running gun game. I mean, what are we going to talk about? So, Craig. Yes. While I was playing Ninja Spirit, I had that feeling I often do of, man, everybody should play this game. And if you take a look on the internet, a lot of people have, and a lot of people say it's an amazing game, which I agree with. But is there a game that you wish more people played and enjoyed? Like, a man, I wish everybody played this. Oh, my and God. And it was more popular. Um... That's a tricky question. Just any game from any genre, anywhere ever. Yeah, something maybe you're affectionate about that nobody else seems to really care about, or maybe it's like a niche thing, but you're like, man, I wish this was more popular, more people should play it, it's great. That's that's an insane... Why have you... What? Um, <laughs> you've stumped me. <laughs> what uh, I, I, I will throw as a joke one, uh, Blood Bowl is uh, a big no, one no one's no one is going to play Blood Bowl no one plays Blood Bowl <laughs> no one is going to play Blood Bowl nobody um, I'm sorry about that no no because if you were sorry you would buy it and play it but you're not sorry you just want me to shut up about Blood Bowl um I'll, okay I'll tell you what do you know what I'll, I'll, I will play Blood Bowl I'll play well, now, it. now that that's that's pity. I don't need your pity. I don't care. You take. You're gonna get my pity. I'll buy it and I'll play it. Okay? Are you happy? No, no, no. I'm not happy now. No, no. It's too. It's too late. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's Craig. It's your family's starving. Don't <laughs> buy it. Right. Oh, if there's a game, a game, I can't think because things like you know the old point and clicks and stuff. There's a good solid community in there. 
I can't think off the top of my head of a game that I've picked up and played that I just think I wish more people would play this because I can't I can't do it. I can't force that upon someone. I couldn't b- force Blood Bowl upon someone. Like, think about it in the reverse. Uh, uh, if I said, Dave, I know okay. that no one in the world wants to play... What am I going to say? No one in the world wants to play Velocibox or something like that. Okay. Dave, right, that's an odd one, but okay. Go and play it. Just go and play it. I want a big community of people playing it. But what to what end? Why do I want lots of people playing that well because generally the more something sells the higher the chance for a sequel oh okay yeah but okay now if you really like it then you would want a sequel but then there's there's no point in a sequel to that game because it would just be the same game again oh yeah yeah yeah, that is a tricky but then again i mean okay so mine would be american mcgee's alice i wish that had sold way better than it did because i would love to see another game in that series but there comes the question of are you all right with sequels that are pretty much the same, just more? Yeah, because I think if something got popular enough to have a sequel, they're not going to go and radically change the formula that got them that game to get them the sequel. They're just going to try and improve on it and make it better. I can't think... Okay, so... On you go. Well, uh, you can finish your thought, but I, I think it's fair in the spirit of complete honesty that we explain that craig is behind all the decisions that ubisoft to make far cry yeah yeah as you can just tell and every (laughs) far cry is slightly better than the last far cry i think i'm right now every borderlands is slightly better than the last borderlands so so wait um i see i've always heard like the the masses anyway say far cry 3 is the best i preferred four, four and five you preferred four yeah yeah very much very very much but four didn't have voss and back when voss was like new and cool i mean four just had you know mr Whitehaired. i can't remember his name no i, I preferred four and i've not played five yet but i think i'm gonna prefer five over four Maybe. I don't know. And you're on the record as being a big Assassin's Creed fan as well. I I hate Assassin's Creed. Every Assassin's (laughs) Creed got worse. Oh, hang on. I've just... I've went back on what I've just said. Exactly. Not all game series can be the Rocky franchise. Damn! Um, Now, see, while your weakness is Far Cry... My weakness is Assassin's Creed and the fact that I'll probably buy it, you dirty bastards, mm. but I won't play it. <sighs> Dave, don't buy it. Like right now, I have three Assassin's Creed games I have yet to even pop into my PS4. Just don't, don't buy it. Don't do it. Don't. There's no point because. But I, but you see, the the problem is the trailers. Like Assassin's Creed in Victorian England, I am sold. And then when the time comes to sit down, put the joystick in my hands, it goes, oh. Crap, they got me again. It's Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's where the problem comes from. Oh, there's, there, there is a very big problem there. Like, I'm happy with developers taking a game and making it better if it suits me. I suppose I would rather Assassin's Creed went, and, you know what, we'll do something completely different. Let's make, like, some sort of proper stealth game as opposed to an Assassin's Creed game. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And Do you, do you think they could compete, though? No, but I think because... it would be better than any Assassin's Creed Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like, take the universe. Yeah. Keep the universe. It's whatever. No. Yeah. Why Ditch not? That because why not? because aliens, man. It got dumb fast. When when? Oh yeah. See, I've I've played. <laughs> I think I've played 
every Assassin's Creed in the series up until before Oranges, but I have never finished one. Never have I finished Orange- Oranges? Origins. I have never. I would play Assassin's Creed Oranges. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's the orange trade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you are an orange. <laughs> and it is your job to assassinate all the other fruit in the bowl. Rock. So you get taken. Rock of Assassin's Creed Ages. Or oh, totally play Katamari. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would play uh, Assassin's Creed Katamari. Why not? That's how you assassinate people. Okay, well, you then, just you roll know what? Them up. Since, since you couldn't answer the last one. Let's uh, let's oh, switch this around. What's a game franchise you would wipe off the face of the earth? Assassin's Creed, easily. Assassin's Creed, as you go. Absolutely hate it. Um, I put, that's just my first gut, and it might be because we've just been talking about it. But I think for all they could have done with a, a brotherhood of assassins and all of this awesome period piece games and and you know taking it to Egypt and taking it to Victorian England and taking it on, out out to sea, just. The writing's not there, the characters aren't there, the gameplay's not there. I think the only thing they've got going for them are the period set pieces for each game, and I think it could have been so much better, because I love a good stealth game, and a well-written, good stealth game for each one to go through the ages would be awesome. You see, you make a very good case. that There is a lot of wasted potential yeah. there. Uh, but you forgot to say... But now that I've thought about it, probably Borderlands no. would be my choice. No. Dude, dude, I, I hate Borderlands so much. Oh, that's a shame. If I was a teenager, I would still love it. I would find Tiny Tina amazing. I would find all the stupid internet humor amazing. Oh, I don't... But now... See, I don't buy into that stuff, Dave. I don't buy into the internet No, 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 you're not, you're, not, you're not a yeah, internet meme lord. I like the... the fact that the guns are color coded but it also in colorblind mode tells you what color they are by saying in brackets purple love it i like the stats that's it and the amount of weapons no, you're supposed to stop there. no that was no. the only thing you like you know, the, my favoritest thing in the world is loot i love loot and i love always going for whatever and figuring out the numbers i love diablo for the same thing i just love getting loot and Borderlands has an amazing amount of vaguely similar weapons but they've all got different stats and I love it that's just that's just me well okay so I love I love Diablo too Mm -hmm. right love Diablo I love dungeon crawlers like Champions of Norath and Baldur's Gate I love dungeon crawlers because of the loot the loot is fun it's Mm -hmm. fun to incrementally upgrade your character yeah but borderlands throws so much just flat out junk at you that it then becomes a sifting simulator yeah <laughs> you're saying this like no. it's a bad thing <laughs> okay and, and the the other problem i have is in shooters at least in any other type of game this is fine but when i shoot something in the head it should be dead you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the bullet sponginess in a first person shooter feels wrong to me whereas if it was like hack and slash like a skyrim or anything like that that's fine you know it takes 47 ox at ox chops who axe chops to knock this guy down that's fine 42 bullets to the head Eh, it just feels wrong. Uh, are you speaking literally? But, but then, do you not think it feels wrong that you're like hitting a guy in the arm with an axe? And it's because if I get hit in the arm with an axe, I'm going down. Oh, I'm down. I'm <laughs> down. Not... There, there is no even fantasy man moding it. It's <laughs> nope. There I go. I'm down. Um, no, I, I guess because, well, that's video games. Yeah. But there's something about guns it's when you guns. bring guns into yeah. it, it just feels weird. Okay. Not to mention. 
some of them can be extremely obnoxious. Like the screaming gun. Oh, God, yeah. Which was funny for 0.2 seconds, and then it was, no, really? It's so infuriating. Because it, it does have really good <laughs> stats, and it, and it just shouts at you, and you're just like, I've got to get rid of this. I've got to get rid of it. And it's not like a Brian Blessed shouting uh-huh. at you. It's Pee Wee Herman shouting <laughs> yeah. at you. Uh, so you get no love for Claptrap either. Claptrap's about my favourite character in the whole series. I love. See, Clap I like Trap. Claptrap. Okay. I like Claptrap a lot. Everybody else, like uh, Handsome Jack. Mm-hmm. Handsome Jack is a cool character if he would shut his mouth every once yeah. in a while. Have you played Tales of the Borderlands? But no, because Adventure Game Plus Borderlands equals <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it just does. It's, it's in the telltale realm of, apart from a couple of quick time events, it's just storytelling. And it's kind of it's nice because I like the the universe. Obviously, I think you might hate it, but at the same time, it's got a good cast. So this is your blood bowl. Uh, oh man, a, a second Borderlands Telltale game would be amazing. <laughs> yes, this is my blood bowl. People get go buy Borderlands Tales of the Borderlands right now. Buy it. We might get it. it should have really been in the, the Borderlands collection. That would have been a nice little extra. Yeah, actually, we, we will get um because Borderlands three. Will be announced, and I bet you at some point once they've done Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh, they're doing a sequel to that. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm making this up, but I'm I'm sure they'll do that. Oh, okay. They'll do another twenty Walking Dead games because they just won't. I hate the Walking Dead. I hate the Walking Dead. I, I hate ah, the TV. I loved the first one, and then didn't care. Nah, I'm after that, not fast at all. Zombies aren't my thing. Would you? Now, would you prefer Telltale to keep that engine that they have going on that's pretty much like uh, what they're doing with Batman? Or would you prefer they take a few years off and develop something to where they could start doing things closer to, say, Heavy Rain? Um, That's a good question. I think they should stick with what they do because they do it really well. Batman, both series of Batman are are pretty... Seriesies. Seri. Seriesies. Seasons? Seasons, both seasons of Batman are pretty (laughs) tops. The second one's slightly weaker, but it's got a good few twists in it that's that's great. The storytelling and that method of doing it is really good. It's nowhere near playing a game to what I like. Like, I couldn't sit down and go on a Telltale binge, but I could go on an adventure game binge. But I think they need to stick to... They would need to do more seasons in things that I like. I'm not even a massive Batman fan. I love the Batman games, but I've not got any comics. Well, that's the thing. Most people I don't think are massive Batman fans. It's just, oh, yeah, Batman's kind of cool. Yeah, I'll play a game. Okay, so, yeah, all that that we talked about with Ninja Spirit. I'm sorry we didn't uh, divert too much from the main course this time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we just spent so much time talking Ninja Spirit. We should probably bring this to an end. Um, (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) What are your thoughts on it? Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I'll go and finish it. I will go and finish it. Just time constraints. The kids woke up, actually, more than anything. And I was just like, oh, damn. I need to go and deal with them. I really enjoyed it. The music is good. The sound effects range from great to downright awful. It's terrible. Uh-huh. I, Which is a growing theme of this show. It really is, yes. Yeah, it's, it's awful. But, I mean, I'll edit in the wolf whistle from the start here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. It's a thing and a half, isn't it? Because I, I heard it and then I thought, oh no, what's going to happen? From there it goes up. It's all up from there. But... But it's yeah, that's else. not leading on your worst foot. That's leading on a bloody stump. Other than that, great weapons choice. 
simple controls, two buttons, always good, and fantastic boss design. The levels themselves are about just everything's coming from always, just kill everything and kill it quick. I think the second one was probably my favorite with the different layers. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of that, like, house. That was probably my favorite level. Um, my least favorite of all the ones I played was one where if you jumped high enough, you stuck to the ceiling and started barking on the ceiling. Oh, um, I guess before we close, we should mention there is a giant wall right before the end boss, right? Oh. And it's you have to jump off a cliff, so you're, you're falling downward, and there's a bunch of ninjas that shoot up from the bottom of the screen in what seems to be a very undiscernible pattern, and it's a one-hit kill. And if you die, you go back to the top of the cliff again. And it lasts for probably, it doesn't sound like very long, but it is. Uh, I'd say almost 30, 40 seconds. And you have to be flawless for 30, 40 seconds before you get to the end boss. That's the only thing I could really ding this game for. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's where you were like, nope, nope, I'm done. Hmm. But um, yeah, I would say go ahead and finish it. Um, This is... One of my more favorite games, like I said, especially on Turbo Graphics. You want to talk Turbo Graphics? It's like this and Legendary Axe are probably some of my favorite games. And I agree, it, it's just the Twitch gameplay nature of it. If you break it down, like we did at the beginning, you very quickly realize there's not much special about it. But it's at a they honed it to a fine point. You can't find anything wrong with it either. So if you had a museum and it was like this is run-and-gun gameplay, it would be a perfectly serviceable entry mm-hmm. in that exhibit, I guess, Yeah. to go with the metaphor. It's a good, it's a good metaphor. But anyway, yeah, uh, what did you play it on real quick? I played it on my laptop. Uh, keyboard? Yeah, it's a keyboard. Joystick? Keyboard. It's just, yeah, just, actually, I, for this, I could see that working fairly well, it, actually. It does. It, it works surprisingly well. Um, it was on It was in the Turbo Graphics emulator, and it was just the keyboard. I couldn't bother putting the gamepad in or anything like that and I think it was an actually a really good solid choice alright so what do you have to uh, follow up this solid choice oh well honestly I, I genuinely thought the only game ninja game that I can think of that I like better than this was Tenchu and I'm like Tenchu that begins with T but then I thought oh what what's wrong with Tenchu oh Okay, because Tenchu I'm scared of. Oh. I don't mean like, like you know, oh, I'm scared of clowns or holes and things. I meant like I'm scared of it not being as good as I remember because I haven't touched that I'd neither have since I. it first came out. I remember it being I wonder amazing. About that game. I remember it being absolutely amazing. I remember having so much fun throwing down those little call traps and then people yep. would run into them and do that little dance and you could flit away. It was good. Yep, good stuff. But uh, I'm not went with that. I went with a topical game choice because I'm currently watching a TV series with the kids, which I I love, absolutely love it. And I, through accident, um, found there's a couple of games and one of them is based on one of the better episodes of the TV show. So we are going to play, are you ready for this, Dave? Oh, I'm on pins and needles, man. Tintin in Tibet on the Mega oh, Drive. Tintin? Yeah. Tintin. That joke of a cartoon. Oh, Doc, right. Okay, all right. So wait, the name of the game is Tintin in Tibet. Yes, it is. Couldn't they have it Tintin Travels to Tibet, and that way you could have just all T's oh, straight across the board? <laughs> okay, all right. Which, oddly enough, this also ends on a T. It does end on a T. Now, I, okay. I want to say I have read about the game since I thought I want to have a shot of it. So I've, I've got a good read on where this might go next time. 
Um, but I can't. I actually can't wait to play it, and I can't wait to talk about it afterwards. I never would have saw this coming, Craig. <laughs> You couldn't have gotten any more out there if you were like Astrosynopolis. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think that's their names. Are you a Tintin but fan? All right, yeah. Are you a Tintin fan? Are you? No. No. Oh dear. No, I find it so boring. Ah, uh, it's like good. That stupid little round-headed kid. The the kids love it because they love. It's kind of like got this. It, the storylines are all very similar. The same things happen, so it's got that familiarity about it. But the music's great, and I think. They love the action and the drama. It's like their first foray into something more serious. So it, it becomes a great family experience watching it. So I, I can't wait to play the game. I'll get the kids to play it as well. You know, you could have just shown them DuckTales. Oh, I've missed a trick, haven't I? I mean, I mean, I mean, were you a Tintin fan as a kid? Yeah, oh yeah. All the books and hmm. very, very big Tintin fan. Yeah, because I mean, it was like just the movie over here and then every once in a while on PBS, you'd be like, what's this weird foreign cartoon? <laughs> huh. But yeah, all right, we'll check out Tintin. Peace. And I guess I will close this out because this is my episode. Sorry, that, that Tintin really threw me for a loop. <laughs> all right, so thank you very much for listening. I'm sorry we didn't stick too much to the plot this time, but that's kind of how these episodes go. So... If you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on Google email. Google email. Wow, I am sound like I'm 70 years old. You can get a hold of us on Gmail, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, most social media sites. Even if you just leave a comment on the episode, that's fine. We'll get back to you. And we will catch you next time on Tintin Goes to Hollywood. 